What's up, Boston Baddies? Welcome back to another episode of Drinks After Freaking Work. Hello. Hello. Thank Hello. you for being here. Thank you for being here. I just, um, like, five, approximately five minutes before this episode started, Gail said that she was near tears and I told her that she was a loser. So that's how we are. We're going into tonight and today with positive vibes, <laughs> a grateful heart. Okay, so I'm not crying because I'm emotional. I mean, I am emotional, but no, the lights today are just really bright. Yes. And I mentioned that I could cry on demand and Peter looked at me like I had five heads. Okay, so like we talked about this. Crying on demand is an art form and a skill that women master through life. I feel like that's pretty normal. Like, like I would love to meet one girl that can't. Yeah, and Peter was like, no, it's because you guys just drink more water. And I'm like, well, that's, <laughs> that's the thing about me and Gail. Like, we don't drink Combined, any Combined, we drink eight fluid ounces it's, a day. It's actually like a medical <laughs> miracle that we're, that we're alive No, today. but actually. Yeah, I've been talked to scary. about it many times. It, I know it's bad. It's bad. We're on here every week talking about our health. We're like, yeah, we just like want to be like the best versions of ourselves and like fitness and like eating well. And we just don't drink water. But which like is the like, number one thing that we should one, be doing. Like you talk to any fitness person, like any nutritionist, the number one thing they recommend is drink enough water and that's like the one thing we don't do we're like no no it can't be that though no they do say though if if you're hungry drink a cup of water because odds are you're actually thirsty you're not hungry yeah do i ever do that though no no am i constantly eating yes (laughs) am i constantly constipated and have stomach problems yeah yeah do you think if i drink water it'd help probably Welcome to the episode, everyone. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Welcome back. Um, I have to start off with another shout out. Um, my constant begging is working. I will take a pity review any day. Yeah, we don't have high standards. No, the bar is <laughs> low. The bar is so low. But shout out to underscore Boston newbie underscore for leaving us the sweetest review. It, it brought tears to my eyes once again. That's why she was crying. You've been emotional lately. <laughs> I actually am supposed to get my period any day now. Okay. Yeah. That was like me last week. I was very emotional. Like mental breakdown in the kitchen to Michael, like sobbing, like about nothing emotional. I've actually been late like every single month for the past few months. It's it's a PCOS thing. Oh. But like that's how I know that my hormones are out of whack. And when my hormones are out of whack, you really just don't know what you're going to get. All bets are off. <laughs> yeah, you We don't, don't know, know what Gail we're going to get today. No. We just have no idea. No, but no. thank you so much for the review. Oh, it yeah, means the world. The review. I, I'm like literally, how do we even start talking about like hormones? Of course we know. did. I don't even know how we got there. Wait, but, but she found us through Dave Portnoy. So shout out. Don't shout out Dave Portnoy. <laughs> just like there's really no need for that. Like level As of toxic. Lately, I've been doing this thing where I tell everything that what they're doing is toxic. Is like, that your new your new it, word? Toxic. Well, I feel like toxic isn't a new word, but I've like been saying it about everything, like to the point of like nausea. Like Michael will be like, "Hey, like, do you want to?" <laughs> Poor thing. Like he's like, "Do you want to get lunch today?" I'm like, "That's literally toxic." <laughs> oh my god! And he's like, "That doesn't even make any sense." You're so toxic. <laughs> toxic. Well, like anything. Like if you and I were hanging out and you were like, I really want to like buy a new jacket. I'd be like, that's that's toxic. Like, I. <laughs> <laughs> However, if you said that, I'd be like, yeah. Yeah. You have a spending problem. Yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> that's toxic. It, it is toxic for me. I guess that's true. Oh, God. Well, I hope everyone had a great weekend. I know we sure did. Hell it was yeah. the last of my birthday celebration. So yes. you you don't have to hear about it after today. Yeah, we give everyone in our friend group a birthday week. A That's birth what, week, yeah. A birth week. It's, it's like your birthright. birthright. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's like birthright, except not like. <laughs> not, it's your right to have a birth week. Yes. And it's like you don't have to travel for it. It's just like in Boston. Yeah. Birth and so week. we, uh, if you guys listened to last week, you knew that we went to Facha Bruta. Yes, which they changed the name literally like two days after we went. I know, to just Facha Facha. Okay, so they changed the name from Ugly Face, which like, I don't know, to (laughs) Face Face. I mean, Facha means face and now it's just face to face. Face to face. I don't know. But like there was some like copyright issue. Like what other restaurant could have like sued them in Boston? Yeah, I think they said like they put like an Instagram post about it. That's how we found out. But I really wonder if it's fat face that was like change your name or we'll sue you. Ugly face, fat face, like But I've never heard of another restaurant with that name. Yeah. But whatever. What did you think? 
I loved it there. I thought it was great. The vibes yeah. were immaculate. I loved the I appetizers. The drinks were really good. Like, if you're looking for a place in Boston that's like, I think like the perfect, like, I was I was talking to Michael about this afterwards. We were like debriefing. And oh when you picture like, like life in the city, like you watch Sex in the City and the type of restaurants they go out to, it's like that type of vibe. Like, it's... It's nice and like hustle bustle and like modern, but also has like a cozy feel to it at the same time. So like, cozy. You know what I mean? It's it's good. Like I think the food was really good. The ambiance was awesome. They like at 8 p.m. they start playing like rap mm-hmm. and it's right on Newbury Street. So you can like shop all day and go. I really recommend it. It's like a few months old. It's kind of hard to get a resi. So if you do want to go, I'd recommend Plan just ahead. like planning one like three to four weeks in advance, probably just to be safe. Boston has been insane lately. Like, okay, competitive. So this Friday, we're going to dinner, right? Yeah, you're coming. I am. I'm like not up to date with the group chats, but <laughs> anyways, um, me, Gail, uh, mystery man, Michael, and then our friends Ashley and Austin, we're like having a night on Friday. We're going out to dinner. Michael and I were trying to find restaurants Monday night, like or no Sunday or something like that. Literally, not one place in Boston that was available, like that we would want to go to. I had know. any reservations available. And I do know that like there are going to be, you know, the places like the Contessas of the world, the Yvonne's of the world that like you can't get into without like two to three weeks notice. But like minimum every place was booked. Booked. Is everywhere. there something like we're looking at places in Back Bay. We're looking at French restaurants. We're looking at like every like we, we looked in Chinatown, at, like the really nice like restaurants in Chinatown, yeah. like completely booked like everything. And I was like, it was to the point where like. We were even looking at places that we were like, oh, like this place is like decent booked, like everything. And I was like, is there something happening in Boston this Friday? Or like, is this just a life? Well, it, maybe it's because school's back and all the yeah. college kids are back. But True. is that why Michael's been texting us saying like, oh, we're booked here in like mid-November? Yeah, he's, so like, he's been like it. on this like spree of like, let's just book everything. And he's been booking stuff like two months out. <laughs> Honestly, though, it's smart. Like, you have all these like dope reservations coming up. You snooze, you lose. True. It is true. I'm looking forward to it. Though. Well, I'm glad that you liked Facha Bruta. Facha Bruta. And then we went to, so we went to Facha Bruta. Mm-hmm. Did you like your dessert? Yeah. What was it? Someone like asked Alaska, me what it was. Baked Alaska. But it didn't have the alcohol on it. I know. I it was similar though. It was. It was like, I, I feel like, like if it. you went there and you asked them like for like the baked Alaska-ish type dessert then they, they would know they would know even yeah no it's wicked good oh the wine though like it's they don't have like your classic like you know pinot noir no, like merlots and stuff it's all like very authentic wines which i kind of like organic and organic because you tell them like okay I, i'm normally like a cabernet girl and like they'll like recommend recommend things they have like orange wine and it like kind of like lets you get a little adventurous the spicy marg's amazing you said it was actually mm-hmm. spicy we're actually no i tried it and it was i made you spicy. try it yeah really good and then after that, we went to City Tap, which was like, we had a little nightcap there. It was like a perfect I know. night. And we ran into a baddie. Yes. At City Tap. Yes. That was Hannah. so fun. We ran into Hannah. And if you're listening, thanks for saying hi. I know. <laughs> we walked We walked in and she was like, wait, I, I literally listened to you guys' podcast. I love when like we meet you guys. Because I know. we all, like, for the most part, a lot of our listeners are in Boston. We have random ones all over the country. And then we have like some, like, I, know. I think we were looking at, because you can look at the demographic and some of it's like, we have like three people Very in random. Australia. And I was like, I how did they find us? But- um, a lot of you guys are in Boston. So like, we love when you say hi. I know it's so nice to put like a face to the number. Cause like we want, like, I don't know who listens to our podcast. I want to know, like, I love when people come up to us. It doesn't happen often, but when it does, like it's it low key makes my night. My yes. ego goes. Whoosh. I know. <laughs> I agree with that. How's your week? Are I'm, you happy? Are you well? <laughs> I'm as good as it's going to get. Yeah. I'm kind of a tummy ache. Yeah. You've been saying that a lot tonight. <laughs> That's why I'm on the verge of tears. <laughs> oh my god! And it's not period cramps either. I it's wish. Just like it's just like life. It's just like I need to if go I get could that go checked. back and talk to my 22 year old self, I would say enjoy like being able to eat whatever you want and drink whatever you want. Not even from like a like oh, like gaining weight, losing weight perspective. Like that that doesn't matter. Genuinely, from how you feel. Like yeah, I feel like I used to be able to eat like the way I ate in college: sunflower seeds for dinner with like a bag of potato chips and Skittles. And I woke up feeling fantastic. Could (laughs) run five miles, like full of light energy, like bright eyed and bushy tailed. And the whole life I had of me. (laughs) 
now i feel like if i were to eat like one tic tac like, my stomach is like no like you are going into multiple organ failure like, oh well you know there's there's always tomorrow there's always tomorrow there's always tomorrow you can wake up honestly though i've been waking up lately bloated oh, and i'm like say earlier god no <laughs> are you still on that train yeah we have to wake up early i like generally sleep through my alarms like i don't i know i need to change my alarm tone like oh. my ringtone but i generally don't hear it anymore okay so like did you wait first off have you heard of that app that like it makes you play a game to wake up no okay so there's this app you can get on your phone for people listening that i was actually giving some advice to a girl i work with because she was like i literally can't get out of bed and i was like all right this is what you're gonna do so you go on your phone there's this app and it connects to your alarm and basically what it does is it's for people that like struggle like getting up for work or like getting up earlier who are like I just snooze because like, oftentimes I snooze like while I'm sleeping I don't even know I'm Same. snoozing like I wake up and I scare myself I'm like shit I just snoozed for, for an hour and I don't remember it mm -hmm. so the trick is you use this app and you set your alarm like you normally would and it goes off in the morning but you can't just snooze it you literally have to like either complete like a puzzle or like solve like something but in it order for it to go off <clears throat> In order for what to go off for the, the sound, stop. yeah. But my problem is that I don't hear the noise at all. At all. Wow, that's crazy. I know. Like well, it's because my brain is used to it. Okay, so yeah, change the noise. I but know. it's interesting. Like it just it'll keep going off until you solve it. And like some of them, like they can even make you do like agility things. Like you have to like jump up and down for it to like stop. Like it'll like oh, know geez. if you're jumping. What is this or, called? Like, I don't remember. Look it up. Look up like alarm oh, with like puzzle to go off but like literally like <laughs> one of my coworkers started doing it and she said it was like completely changed because like then your brain's working like once you solve a puzzle and then you're up and it's harder to go back to sleep also um have you ever heard of the sonic bomb sonic, sonic bomb. bomb okay so no. so weird you just said that because this my, another one of my what coworkers, kate she told me she's been like like struggling with her alarm clock lately because oh. it hasn't been loud enough. So she bought this alarm clock. I guess it's like this heavy duty. Oh like, hell no! So it this noise that goes off. It's like a sonic bomb noise that's like so intensely loud and it gets louder and louder and louder. Like the longer you go without snoozing, it all of a sudden your entire like room is like like it's like a Vibrating. siren. And then I guess there's like this feature where these lights start going off and they start flashing. I feel like that's a horrible way to start your day. I don't know, but she's like, yeah, this shit works. So maybe. <laughs> This shit works. I feel like your nervous system, you're just automatically like on edge. Multiple organ failure. But like you wake up for work. So like who's That's the real winner? <laughs> I mean, I guess. Yeah. All right. Well, you know who the real winner is? Who? Anna Delvey. Yeah, she is. She's freaking out of She's prison. She's a bad bitch. <laughs> Wait, She's but a lady. <laughs> Wait, but why do I kind of like... Like root for her? Yeah. Do you always root for the villain though? I always... I think I might. Yes. Yeah, like when you're watching a scary movie and you know that like there's the bad guy, yeah. I don't want him to get caught. No. Like, I like feel always, guilty for the bad yes, guy. I end up having empathy. I'm like, why? Yes. Like as much as you know that he just murdered 15 people, you don't want him to get caught. And then like they show the side to him that you relate to and all of a sudden you love him and you're like, I don't want him to go down. It's the same thing. Like when I was watching the documentary or not a documentary, but like this series by Anna Delvey, uh -huh. there wasn't a second that I was like, oh, I can't wait for her to get arrested. I was like, I hope the bitch gets away with the whole thing. No, honestly though, because honestly, if you can get away with what she did, like I respect the hell out of you. I know we've talked about her a lot before on this pod, but I'm just honestly happy for her. She is living in the East Village in a fourth <laughs> floor walk up. So she's living better than all of us. And she is on house arrest. Like that's my dream to not leave to the not house. To not have to leave the house. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Like she's not allowed to leave the house. Um, she has to wear an ankle monitor, which is like kind of a buzzkill. Cause like imagine something being on your ankle for like ever. You would look poor. <laughs> you would look poor. Yeah. Well, no, like just like, I don't know, my sensory issues would freak the fuck right. out. I can't wear a watch, never mind an ankle monitor. Um, so I need to stay on my best behavior. Um, and, uh, she also, so as one of her conditions of being released is she's not allowed to post on social media. Wow. I don't know why though. I feel like psychologically they just knew that would get to her. <laughs> what though? Like what, what's the worst that would happen? She would I almost like wonder if they know that like, I don't know, people would want to like contact her and like collab with her and like it would create all of this like opportunity for her. 
So they were like, we don't want her to have that opportunity. Like, well, I wonder if that has something to do with it. They said she can't post, but like, does that mean she can have an Instagram and not post, but like watch other people's and like True. DM other people? Like, I would love to know the full conditions. I just don't get, so this is what I don't understand. So she's allegedly, like, I don't, I think none of us really actually know what knew what happened. Like she, this whole show comes out and it seems like she was a con artist mm -hmm. and she gets put in jail and she gets convicted and like a part she, of me wonders like was it con like, like i don't know that's what i'm wondering like she has this whole interview with alex cooper who's like dude you obviously scammed all these people and she like wouldn't really admit it she was like oh all i did was kind of like say i had you know this and that but like she never really like talks about like how she got on the map in the first place like where the initial money came from how she even got in with that crowd like the whole, there was so much like ambiguity Unknown. and like great area that I wish I knew. And she kept saying like, I have money. Like if you have money, you can do anything. And she was talking about like paying off people like in prison, like do whatever she wanted. And I don't really understand where the money would come from if all gets seized. And then she's like, I mean, I have money, whether people want to believe it or not. Like she like literally was willing to like die on that hill. And then that podcast ended and Alex was kind of like, did I just get scammed? Like, I don't know what happened. And then like literally two days later, they're like, she's not in prison anymore. She was like, supposed to be like deported and then yeah. she wasn't on the plane everyone's like where did she go did she escape and now she's like in a penthouse in new york like can someone fill in the blanks like what mm -hmm. happened like i don't understand so a judge ruled that even though he doesn't believe that she's sorry for scamming the wealthy new yorkers um she's no longer a danger to the community so that's why she was released but i feel like they kind of just realized that like People liked her. Like, I don't. I mean, she served, what, four years? She's been there since 2019. True. I did for, I do forget sometimes <laughs> that, like, even though the show just came out a yeah, few she's months been ago. locked up for longer than we realized. And I feel like, like, a month I would have, you know, felt sorry after yeah. a month. Like, I don't need four years to feel sorry for, like, scamming the, we the wealthy. Yeah, I think that's why no one really felt bad like, and, or no one like cared because it was the wealthy. But how did she end up in like a really nice apartment in the East Village? Well, so that's what everyone's wondering because she got like 300,000 give or take dollars from Netflix for the documentary, but oh, she's she? already spent a majority of that. But she paid for three months rent up front for her apartment. Like she paid the first three months. Wait. With her own what money. What did she spend that money from Netflix on already? It's a great question. Like, how do they know that she spent that already? I don't know. It's a great question. But then she paid three months rent of her own money for like the lease. Hmm. That's interesting. I know. And so she, that, she paid her own bail. The bond was like 10K, the release bond. That's what I don't get then. Like, Where I just feel like she from? always has money. And maybe like, so this is the thing. Maybe it's a scam within a scam. Like maybe the socialite scam was like one layer to it. And maybe there's like a whole other layer. Maybe she has money from other scams. Like, I don't know. Like this girl's like so advanced. I literally have no idea. But like, I just feel like she's always kind of had money. Even whether or not it's like real or not. Like she just has it. Like, I don't know how she just, comes up. Just like, print money. I just feel like I consider myself to be like, I don't know, decently business savvy, but I really can honestly say that I don't know how I would just create all this insane money if I didn't have it. Like how? She was manifesting. She's a leader. She was faking it till she makes it. Yeah. Um, but respect. she's gonna, she has a lot of time on her hands now that she's on house arrest. So she plans to launch a podcast, write a book and potentially get into criminal justice reform. Cute. Which is kind of hilarious. It's amazing. Anna Delvey doing criminal justice reform. How long is she in house arrest for? I don't know. No, I don't know. I didn't I didn't find that out. I suppose she like knows so many famous people now that she's like probably set. But like you also have to realize who would ever trust her again? True. You know, like yeah, to like work who with would her. get into business with her. That's right. a really good point. Like she ruined her re reputation. There are definitely some fans. Like she obviously has fans, but not fans that would do business with her. That's a, yeah, that's. A so good what point. is she going to do with the rest of her at life? At what cost? At what cost? Yeah. Speaking of at what cost, Elon Musk launched his own perfume and it's called Burnt Hair. Yeah. At what cost? <laughs> $100. You can get the bottle for literally $100. Imagine buying perfume that's called Burnt Hair. 
why, like, did he smell, has he ever smelled burn hair? Cause I have, when Doesn't I actually, when good. I accidentally let my hair on fire that one time and like, it's not a good smell. That's it's, why I wouldn't come back for more. That's why it's intriguing. And the, honestly, the bottle's ugly. It's like this dark red. I, I honestly wouldn't want it on my perfume tray, like mm. aesthetic wise, but you can't get it in storage. You can only get it on boringcompany.com. So like in order to, to know what it smells like, you have to buy it. It's honestly genius. And there's nothing on it. Like it doesn't say like, you know how you go buy a candle or perfume. It says like notes of this, notes of that. Like you like know what it smells yeah. like. The only thing that this says is it's the essence of repugnant desire. I don't know what that means or what it smells like. Repugnant's also a pretty big word. Yeah. Repugnant. Like pungent. Unacceptable. Yeah. I was going to say pungent like not it. a good word. It says extremely distasteful or unacceptable. So it's the essence of no desire, oh. unacceptable desire, distasteful okay. desire. How is that selling? I don't know. I feel like people just will buy a shit. Like the thing is you get to a certain level of like wealth and popularity and fame that like you can kind of just do Whatever, Whatever you, you want to do and yeah. people are just going to blindly follow you or like just buy your shit. Like we all know that the Kylie skin line was it's kind trash. of trash, but like <laughs> people will just continue buying it because she's Kylie and because she's going to make the packaging cute. Like there's just nothing that That's you can true. do wrong when you get to a certain following. It's crazy. He did. I don't know if you knew this, but he in 2018, he used to sell flamethrowers for $500 a piece. <laughs> That's it's kind of badass. That's kind of amazing. I kind of wish I had that. I wish I had a flamethrower. Right? I, I think about for protection in Boston, like <laughs> what do we get for, like what do we get to protect ourselves? Like I am in this new apartment and I'm like, knife. all right, true. But like, okay, this is going to sound dark. But who would actually? Like I've heard that it's actually hard to, to stab someone, like harder than you'd think. And I can say this on the podcast because it's like spooky season, so it's acceptable. <laughs> but like, no, like when it comes down to it, I would like to think that I'm someone that has a lot of rage, right? I do, <laughs> but in that moment, like, I don't know, like, would you want to take the risk on actually being able to like stab an intruder that walks into your house, like protecting my cats? I would hope so. But like, I kind of would want a buffer, like a flamethrower, a BB gun, a, a taser. That's cute that the first thing you think of protecting is your cats, Yeah, not yourself or Michael. Or my sister. Or your sister. <laughs> well, I kind of cats. feel like they have like they can the, fend the, for the, sav the savvy to deal with it. Wait, but like, also cats are quick. They can like scurry true. on out. They'd actually be fine. They'd probably be yeah. gone in a flash. Like they would, yeah, just, they they would, would ditch you. They would ditch me for sure, <laughs> which is fine. But Oh God. Well, I'm very intrigued. I want like some TikTok reviews to rate and review this perfume. I wonder if it's unisex. Cause he, he said it's a perfume. Definitely. He also said it's the finest fragrant fragrance on earth, which is a huge claim. Wow. Wow. That's the thing though. Like men just say shit like that. <laughs> they say what they don't mean. Like I would never just be like, oh yeah, my thing is my thing that I just made that I have no experience in, like the fragrance industry, is the best thing on earth. <laughs> I know. It's pretty ballsy though. It is. Um, okay, so I think my landlord's gaslighting me. Why? Um, because, okay, so have there, have there been incidents, you know, how I actually don't know if I've complained about what are you click clacking over Sorry. there? Like, <laughs> I'm fidgety today. I'm in a fidgety mood. Play with your fingers. Whatever. Um, so my landlord's gaslighting me. I think he doesn't believe me because I'm the girl that cried wolf one too many times. First, I, I could <laughs> see you crying wolf about everything. Okay. Well, to be fair, like. Sorry, you have shitty appliances. It's so what have you fault. cried wolf about? The dryer. Okay. It's not normal Wait, to take. I do agree. The dryer is slow. Um, Did I tell you I burnt my finger on my dryer? I had a burn yeah, blister. But then mystery man was like, yeah, it's because like you did it wrong. No, I was taking the lint out of the lint tray. But he was like, I, I do that every myself. day. Yeah, but he probably waits for it to cool down. I didn't wait for it to cool down. Okay, okay. So there's so one. The dryer takes two hours to dry clothes, and I was honestly worried because it gets so hot. And he was like, "Nope, it's fine." I was like, "Okay, cool." And then I complained about the shower head, which we have since fixed. I don't know if I told the baddies that I fixed <laughs> it, but I have. 
Um, so I can now take showers longer than five minutes. Cute. Um, but at the time I didn't know, like I complained to my, if I knew to just change the shower head and I could take a longer shower, I would have never bothered my landlord about it. Right. Like I'm a self-sufficient adult, but what the fuck do I know? I don't know. But now I know. And now here we are. Um, there's been this high pitched ringing noise in my apartment. Did you complain about the loud neighbor? Like the loud step? God, no. Like the loud, the no. large footed man. Upstairs? No. Okay, good. No, no, no. I would never do that. He can't control that. <laughs> um, so there's been this high pitched ringing noise going on for weeks. And at first I kind of just like brushed it off to the side and then it's, it didn't go away. And so I started slowly going crazy, but then I got sick. I was sick back in September. It wasn't COVID. Um, I tested and all that stuff. Like and I was, from the ringing noise? No, no, no. no. I was, <laughs> yeah, it made me so sick. Um, no, I was just sick for like a week and I was working from home one day and I thought that I had, I don't know how to say it, tinnitus. Tini- yes. Tinnitus. Yes, that, I have that. Do you really? Yeah. I've how often do you get it? I've had it since I was a little, like a little kid. I'm so sorry. I don't notice it anymore. Really? Yeah. It's crazy. When I was little, like I was four. Mm-hmm. I went up to my mom one day. This is so creepy. I was like, three, maybe I was three. And I was like, mom, like there are people screaming in my head. And Aww. she like got freaked out. She was like, oh my God. And she like brought me to the doctor and was like, is she okay? And they were like, oh yeah, like she has tinnitus. But I was a little kid. So I didn't know how to explain it. So right. I like thought that it was screaming, but it was really ringing. Wow. But I've had it for so long. I don't notice it. People who get it like later in life, they'll like say it's like, unbearable. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really know. I didn't know that you had it. I didn't know anyone else that had it. So I was just like Googling because I thought maybe it was me. I was like, oh my God, maybe it's me. Maybe it's not the apartment, but I only heard it when I was home. So I was Googling it and then I saw that you can get like temporary tinnitus from being sick, but it should go away. So I was sick. I was sick for like a week after, like when I wasn't sick, um, I had like a lingering cough and I was like, maybe it'll go away when I feel a hundred percent. I felt 100% still heard ringing. And so one day I finally cracked and I told mystery man to do something about it. I was like, you need to do something. Like I'm going insane. Like I can't live here, blah, blah, blah. So long story short, he ends up turning off the circuit breaker to the refrigerator in the apartment. And the second he turned it off, the ringing stopped. Oh. And so I- Did he hear it ever? He did, but like not as much as I did. Like I would notice it when we were like sitting on the couch watching TV and I would like pause and I'd turn off the TV and I'd be like, do you hear it? And he'd be like, I mean like kind of, but not only cause you pointed it out and I'm like, it's all I hear. Oh my God. I can't watch Jeffrey Dahmer through the ringing. I can't watch Jeffrey And Dahmer. so we found out it was the refrigerator. And so I did my own Google and I found out it could be like one of four different fans in the refrigerator. And if it's one of the fans, then the whole refrigerator needs to be replaced. If it's one of the other three, then it's fine. But I brought it up to my landlord and I sent him a video of it. And he was like, I don't hear anything. And I was like, did you put it up to, did you put your phone up to your ear? He was like, yep, I'm alone. Volume up to my ear. I don't hear anything. And so I sent it to a couple of my friends. They all said they heard it. I brought it to my coworkers at work. Do you Stop. know how? Do you know how crazy I have to be to to make all? I'm like not kidding. Pretty crazy. I went up to every single coworker, put my phone up to their ear, and I was like, "Listen to this. Do you hear this?" Only one person at work said that they didn't, and then one of my coworkers said that people, older people, lose the ability to hear certain frequencies later in life, and yeah. so my landlord's like a little bit older, so it makes sense that he couldn't hear it. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I, there's been times I've heard high pitched things like my parents couldn't hear. Exactly. And like, I'm not going to tell them like, well, it's because you're old, bro. Like, I'm not going to do that. That's a good way to like never get anything done. But basically, I am now paying out of pocket for someone to come look at it. And if they determine that there's something wrong with the fridge, he will reimburse me and like pay for it to get fixed. But the fact that I have to do that, I was like, why? First of all, Mr. Man and I literally got into like a little bickering about it because he didn't want me to bring it up to my landlord. He was like, I'd be like, it's fine. Like, we'll just keep shutting off the fridge. And I'm like, that is not a good like solution. And I also don't want to wait for the fridge to like one day, like stop working and all of our food goes bad. So I was like, no, like I'm going to bring it up to the landlord. Like, 
that's the whole point of having a landlord, is it yeah. not? Yes. And so I just like don't understand why I feel guilty for bringing a problem to him when that's literally his job. Yeah. One thing I will say though, I've always admired about you is that you're not scared to be that person. God, no. Like you're not, you're not scared to be the girl to say something like, no, I, I just, I feel like there's been so many times when like I've had landlords in the past and have been in like horrible situations and like I would never think to like text them or call them, but I feel like you're someone that's very like vocal. Like you'll text the landlord, like you'll give them updates. You'll talk to them about like, oh, like this person like put their trash in the wrong spot. Like you're that girl, <laughs> which I feel like sometimes like that girl gets like heat sometimes by snitch. people for being like a little like crazy, crazy or like a little frigid. <laughs> You're calling me a frigid bitch. No, I'm just <laughs> saying that's like the perception, but I actually think like, I don't, I don't know. I think that there's too much, many of us who are scared to speak up, speak up because we're scared shame. of what people think about us. And I think that obviously there's like a fine line. Like you want to be like kind to people and stuff. But like, I do think that there is a level of like, you want to, if you feel like something's happening, you should say something. Or if you feel like things aren't like you're paying a lot of money to like live somewhere and something's broken or something isn't right. Like you should say something instead of being scared that you're like being annoying or that you're like being overbearing. But right. I feel like that's like a switch that's constantly going off in our heads where like, I feel like if a man is being that assertive, like I don't necessarily think they feel the same way. Right. And, and that's one thing that I wish Mr. Man would have done. Like, I feel like, I mean, I can stick up for myself. Like, I don't need a man to do that for me. But like, there was uh. a <laughs> uh, uh. mic drop. But there was like a piece of me in the back of my head that was like, oh, well, maybe if he was the one bringing it up to my landlord, he would take it more seriously. Yeah, because you're like the girl yeah. that like keeps complaining in yeah. like unit number like 506. Like, obviously, <laughs> I didn't give it away. <laughs> but bitch, you better not. Yeah, that's well, tough. It is. And it's annoying because I'm not crazy. And the second that I got validation that one, it was actually the refrigerator and not my ears. And two, other people could hear other than me. Don't worry. After this podcast is over, you're going to hear the freaking video. Oh, great. I can't. I can like <laughs> you hardly, too, Peter. hardly contain my excitement. And I know. Joy. But like, it's like that with everything, like even. OK, so getting my nails done. I am not the girl that's like very assertive. Like, and my, my mom's talked to me about it. She's like, Shannon, you just need to like be more assertive. Like you're paying for something. Like just tell them if you don't love it. And I've tried before. Like I've tried to like flirt the line of being like, oh, like if they could just be a little bit more like, you know, a little more almond or if you could just maybe do this one. Almond and then, <laughs> like, and meanwhile, my nails look like complete shit right now. Like a five year old, but if I, if I try to like give suggestions, I feel like by like the second time I say something and it's never like me and I'm always just like, oh, like, would you mind like maybe filing this one a little bit more? And I feel like maybe in my mind, at least this is probably completely like not accurate. But if I feel like the girl is like getting annoyed or if I feel like the person that's doing my nails is getting annoyed, I instantly am like, oh my God, I feel so awkward. I just like don't say anything anymore even if I don't like them. But like realistically, I feel like there are people out there that would just say like, hey, like, would you mind doing this over yeah. or like, because, you know, it's wicked expensive oh, to get your nails I'm done. I'm that girl, like during a pedicure, sometimes I feel like people will focus too much on my calves and not enough on my feet. And I'll be like, <laughs> oh no, can you like massage my feet more? Like, that's really why I'm here. Like, what? I want you to massage my feet. Yeah. like, I But was, I will speak, I'll speak up and I'll say something. I was like, I getting pedicures with my friend the other day and. You got a pedicure without me. Yeah. Where do you go? Next Tell the baddies. Time, well, it was in Andover. I, oh. I like I went after work. Oh, okay, that's fine. Then. But like I do like to go to Boston's Nails and Spa on Boylston. They're my favorite. Boston Nails and Spa. Boston's Boston. Nails and Spa. Say that five on, times fast. Okay, what are we Boylston. saying? Um, but Pedicare. she was like, yeah, and she was like assertive, and like I respected it. She was, and she was very nice. She was like, yeah. hey, could you? Would you mind like? using like this thing on my foot or would you mind doing this and like the girl was like okay and like she wasn't like mad at her it wasn't a negative thing right and it was fine but like for me like in my head I'm just like oh they're gonna think that I'm rude or they're gonna think this and I'm like they never do it's just like right. all mental I mean even if they do get annoyed like okay whatever that's not my problem that's literally your problem I'm paying I'm that girl that there are so many times when Mr. Man and I will be calling an Uber and the Uber will be like a block not where they're supposed to be and and he's like oh he's like around the corner like let's just go and I'm like 
No, you can tell the Uber driver to pull around and meet us where we put our pin because I am paying for a service. And especially if it's raining, I'm not walking around the corner when it's raining. This um, actually happened I would last wa- week. I would walk around the corner. No, I'm I paying wonder, for a service. I do you get it when it's like down the street, like very far down, like a five minute walk that I'm like, meh, maybe not. But down around the corner, I, I, <laughs> I'm on his side. Even if it's raining? Yeah. Around the Mm -mm. corner, just walk around the corner. Mm -mm. Just drive around the corner. Oh my gosh. Just drive around the corner. (laughs) I can't get into this with you right now. We'll start fighting. Drive around the damn corner. Wait, but speaking of nails, you do need your nails done. But um, so do I. So maybe we can go together. (laughs) What the heck? But no, I was was looking at them because they're red. Okay. And I feel like you never have red nails. I always have red nails. Do you? In the winter. In the summer, I don't. Okay, well, maybe it's the first time I'm seeing it this season. They're just, like, shitty. (laughs) It's okay. Look at mine. Yeah. But what I was going to say is that I saw on TikTok the other day that Girl Boss Town has a red nail theory that red nails equal male gaze. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Who knew? (laughs) Like, if. If people could see my nails right now, it's actually like, you know, when you paint your own nails, which I did, uh-huh. and then like everything is scraped off except like this teeny little dot in the center. Like that's what <laughs> mine are, but like male gaze. <laughs> well, no, because they're red. Yes. And I guess, so basically she said that every single time she has red nails, a guy comments on it. Really? And Yeah. I don't know if a guy's ever commented on my nails. That's kind of cool. I know. I want to test it because she was like, I used to think red was like a grandma nail color, but now she theorizes that it attracts men because it reminds them of their mom's nails back in the 90s. Because back in the 90s, like everyone had red nails. And so like their first like crushes, like all their celebrity crushes, their moms, teachers, like everyone growing up, like always had red nails. So it's like a familiar comforting color. Like an unconscious thing. I did not know that, but... That's interesting. I know. It's actually unfortunate you just told me this because I'm getting my nails done for the wedding. Oh, I was just more say, nude. What color? But oh. then afterwards I was gonna do red, but now I feel awkward. But like Why? we'll test it out, I guess. We'll see. Wait, okay, for the wedding you're getting nude. Like yeah. a French manicure? I don't know. I, I have to figure it out. I haven't gotten like all my ducks in a row yet. <laughs> per se. Per se. But oh yeah, so we do have a wedding coming up. I'm super exciting. I'm pumped. When this episode drops, it'll be this week. Yeah. And I've talked about it a lot on this podcast, but those of you that don't know, um, my, my boyfriend, Michael, his older sister is getting married. I'm a bridesmaid. Gail's going to be there. Mystery man's going to be there. We're um, sitting at the same table. I'm so we're excited. We're sitting at the, ta- <laughs> the same table. It's going to be at the Fairmont right in Boston. And it's going to be so amazing. I cannot wait. I haven't been to a wedding in like years like since maybe college that's crazy this might be the first wedding that I attend where I'm of legal drinking age I think it's cute because you and I both have we have Michael's older sister getting married Uh this week and then mystery man's older sister is getting married on New Year's Year's Eve Eve, you and I are both going to both weddings and it's gonna be so So cute so many weddings together but honestly like this girl Samantha is like she could be a wedding planner. Like I've never seen anything like it. Like this huge wedding. There's like over 200 people going and she like basically she planned the whole thing like herself. Like everything is set to go ready. Like she's been as calm as a cucumber. I was with her all weekend Mm. and I was like, are you freaking out? And she was like, no, everything's done. And she's like very Zen because she just like, like structured it out and like did things like month by month. And like, she's only been engaged a year. It's not like she had like a two year engagement and everything has just like ran so smoothly which I admire because I feel like, I just feel like being a bride is like the perfect time to like use all your chips and be like, have a (laughs) meltdown and be like, it's cause I'm stressed cause I'm getting married. And I feel like people like- You just pull the marriage card. Yeah, like people would get that. But like now that she's set the bar so high, like when it's my turn, I'm like, shit. Like I'm gonna have to, like I'm gonna try (laughs) to act like I have it together and I'm definitely not gonna have it together. Like procrastinating Does she have a wedding planning? No, she didn't. Are you gonna get one? I'm going to have to, I just like, I can't, it's not even busy. Just like, I can't see myself doing it. Yeah. But I feel like, do you think you'd be a control freak? Yeah. Well, like I like what I like and I know what I like. So I would in that sense, I just wouldn't have like the desire to go out and like do it. 
Well, this could go one of two ways. Either she'll remain calm as a cucumber or she'll be a bridezilla. Yeah, I don't think she'll be a bridezilla. But she did say she was like, the thing that's crazy is like you could do all the planning and have it be perfect. It's out of your control. And then like the day comes and she's like, now nah, I'm just like praying everything goes well, which yeah. I didn't even think about that part. Cause I feel like whenever you think about a wedding, you're instantly like thinking about, all right, like I have to buy like the right dress, the right shoes, get the venue, the flowers, like the band, like all that stuff. But then I never actually thought about the part of like, okay, well when all that stuff is done, you have to like sit back and just like hope and pray that, it all goes well. Cause like a million things could, uh, Samantha, if you're listening to this, like just don't listen to this episode. I'm like a million things could go wrong. I don't actually mean that your wedding's gonna be perfect. I'm talking about like my, my like your pretend wedding. <laughs> well, like for instance, like you can't control if you get a pimple the day of. Yes, wait, she that's said my that. She was like, that's worst my fear. Yeah, right? Like that's out of your control. She literally said that. She was like, that's my biggest fear. Like, I mean, like you can edit anything out, but like no, still. No, no, it's just like. I know. I can't. I would like, I don't know what I would do. I would probably just put no makeup on the entire week leading up to it. Not try anything new. Like I would like try to find like the Kardashian treatment for like pimples, like whatever they use. Like whenever they're going to the Met Gala, no one has pimples. Like how does that happen? Like they have to have a trick. But like, is, is that real? Like, does no one actually have pimples at the Met Gala or is it editing, editing slash a figment of our imagination? That's a good point. Like I have no, never know. I have no idea. I'm actually not allowed to get engaged, according to me, until I get my acne under control. According to you. Yeah. I have like little things like that in my head too. Like I don't want to get get engaged until I like feel this way or I'm doing this or like whatever. What what what's left? Um, I didn't want to get engaged until I um got my nose done. Which is checked off. Um looks great. I didn't want to get engaged until I went back to Burnett, which I've done. Really? Yeah, because like I was thinking about it, it's, it's fun. It was as one, but I literally cannot speak on this podcast. Um, <laughs> it's like I get behind this thing, and it's just like everything goes to jello. Um, I loved being blonde, but like it's not. I'm not a blonde, and yeah. I I always knew that if I was like engaged, like all the engagement photos, like of me being a blonde, a blonde, like I I would have. I get that. Like, no, I forever, get that. or especially during like the actual wedding, I should say. Like, I wouldn't want to be like blonde while getting married because that's no. not my actual hair color. Yeah, you don't want to look back at that. So that was one thing, and then I don't know. There's other things for like career stuff that like I'd want to do. You know, you just got promoted. True, that's a good point. Honestly, though, you kind of have to think, or maybe this is just something that I've done, but you want to like plan a wedding so that it's convenient for you to take a two-week honeymoon honeymoon. because this is the only time in your career where you could request a two-week vacation and no one can bat an eye yes when you say it's for your honeymoon they can't say shit no and that's that's exactly it like the two-week honeymoon and then a few days off before the wedding probably two so like i feel like i'm not in a spot in my career like promotion or not where i'd feel comfortable taking Taking off even more than like two or three days so (laughs) (laughs) so not like i wouldn't want to get married until i get to that spot you know which is why i do think a lot of girls like our age who are city girls and like have jobs and like we're like in the corporate vibe like i think a lot of us don't get married till we're like closer to 30. Yeah. I don't think that's the main reason, but I think that's a contributing factor. Like you want to feel like you're in a spot in your career where you can do those things. Yeah. I used to be in a rush and now I'm like, "Mm, what's the rush? Yeah. I would just be so overwhelmed. It's like, I have so much going on right now. And I feel like adding a wedding onto that would be crazy. You know, you want to feel like you're in a good spot where you can be zen, like Samantha. Do I want to ring on my finger? Absolutely. Do I want to look at it? But I have the rest (laughs) of my life. Do I have the rest of my life to look at a ring on my finger? So I used to get like... Why? One irrational fear I have is because you know you buy the dress like really far in advance, like six yeah. months or whatever before the wedding, if not more. Like I'm scared of buying the dress and loving it, and then like when it comes time to actually like do alterations and wear yeah. it, like hating it, because like I feel like my like my taste yeah. changes so much. Like that's a valid fear. I don't know. No, that is. There's a lot of stuff that like I I see other girls doing it and they do it with like class and grace and they make decisions and I just like I'm like wow. That that's like the dream. Well, <laughs> it's funny you say that because when I was looking for online for a dress for like our wedding season coming up, I saw like white dresses that were like white gowns that could pass as a wedding dress 
for like a fraction of the cost that probably people spend on a wedding dress. Definitely. And I was, I think I was on, I was obviously on like Revolve, Intermix, Reformation, um, House of CB. And I was like finding all these like white gowns and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Like this is insane. Yeah. Like you, a cheaper alternative to You spending. can do that. I think that's smart because they can get so expensive. Yeah. Well, so worse comes to worse. If you hate your wedding dress, just order one off of freaking Revolve. <laughs> yes. If you hate your wedding dress, I guess I can just, I guess I can just get one off of Revolve. Why not? <laughs> No. I think that would be cute. I also like that you just said like our wedding season, like our like everyone's wedding season in Boston is in the summer, <laughs> but like ours, of course, is in the winter. In the fall and That's winter. That's our vibe. I know. I just bought I like my that. ski pass. Cute. I know you haven't. No. You haven't even thought about no. it. Well, we're, we're, we have it a ski weekend. I don't know if it's on I, your calendar. It's not. When is that? Mm, end of January. End of January. Yeah. Okay. I'll do that. We'll ski weekend. <laughs> oh, that you are. That could be fun. <laughs> I know. We're going to go like all season. I'm excited. I actually think it's going to be fun. The four of us, we're going to tear it up. Shed some pow. All right. New product spotlight. Boom. Ooh. Okay. Um, so this week I have a smart fragrance diffuser. Okay. It's called Pura. You can get it for $44 off the Pura website. I'm pretty sure that's the only place you can buy it, but Basically, everyone in my family has this, and I was recently gifted it for my birthday because I made a comment. I was like, oh, what's that smell? I like it. And then, boom, it showed up on my birthday. (laughs) But basically, so instead of using, like, a candle or an air freshener, you basically put in this white thing, like, in an outlet. And it's a cute little white thing, the diffuser. And it has two scents. Like it has two pockets to put in two scents. And basically it uses low heat diffusion to like disperse like tiny droplets of fragrance into the air. So it's almost as if you have a candle lit, but it's just like this diffuser. And so it holds the two fragrances so you can like switch from one to the other and you download their app on your phone. So basically like they have like a way mode so it can track when you're like not home and automatically turn off or you can put it on a schedule. I can turn, yeah. And I can like turn it on right now so that by the time I get home, like it's on and you can change the intensity like one through 10, like how like intense you want it to like pump out. Um, And they have over like a hundred designer grade fragrances from like big names. And I'm a huge fan. I feel like someone like me where, I change my mind all the time with scents. Like you don't want to like hoard a shit ton of candles, but these little diffuser things are so tiny. I keep, I have, I just ordered like six more and I already have maybe six or eight. Um, But it's so easy to store them. It doesn't take up a lot of room like a candle does. And I, I really recommend it. I'm a big fan. Wait, that's actually so smart. I love that. So mm. it's like different than having like, cause it plugs in. So it's like almost yeah. like the Glade ones, except like nicer, obviously and like high tech. Yeah. It's wicked cute. Yeah. Again, you download the app on your phone. That's so cool. Wham, I might bam. get that. That's like a really good idea. Yeah. And the, the fragrances, they range. So obviously they have like over a hundred brands that have their own fragrances that you can pick from, but um, they range from like 12 to $18 per thing. And it lasts a while. Like That's each amazing. thing lasts forever. Um, but if you guys do get it, I highly recommend you either try Santorini, Havana Vanilla, Volcano made by Capri Blue, White Gilded Pumpkin made by Pura, Bamboo made by Nest, and grapefruit made by Ness. I love Ness fragrances. Like they're my favorite. Mm-hmm. When I saw that on there, I got really excited because I have a bunch of their candles and they're yeah. super expensive, but they're like very nice. So I love that. Yeah. No, highly recommend. Those are Is just there some one of that my smells favorites. like the one hotel. Like that's like my. Okay. So favorite. I was trying to Google it and I Googled pure scent that smells like one hotel and nothing popped up, but I Googled the notes of the one hotel candle. Yeah. And you can like search like, oh, like a woody thing. And I'm trying to find one. So uh, once if I find one, I will let you know because I will you. be purchasing that immediately. All up in there. Yeah. I love that. Um, okay. My product spotlight is, so there's this eyelash serum I've been using for probably like three months now. It's called Revital Lash. I'm pretty sure like most people probably have heard of it. Honestly, amazing. Um, you 
can you get it online and you put it on every single night before bed or you can do it in the morning, it doesn't matter. Um, but I would say like after the first two weeks of just like brushing it over your eyelashes, like you'll notice that your mascara like goes on much better. And then like past that point, like I feel like when you get to like four weeks, five weeks, six weeks, you'll notice that like, even without any mascara on, your eyelashes are like pretty long and they like curl up and like look really pretty. I love this brand. I was introduced to it actually years ago. Mm -hmm. It is a little pricey. It's like right around $100 for like a tube of it. How long does it last? It says it lasts like around three months, but it like it probably lasts a little bit less than that to be mm -hmm. honest. So it is expensive, um, which is why like I don't like, I went through a period of time of not using it mm -hmm. and I try to be like somewhat sparing with it. However, there's another option. Um, you can get Grande Lash. Um, they actually have it available at Sephora, which is more convenient because Revitalash you have to order like from their website or on Amazon, um, which is kind of a pain. So if you get Grande Lash, same thing, it's like an eyelash serum and they have it at Sephora, except the price point's a lot lower. Um, I think it's like $60 like per tube at okay. Sephora. So better, a different option and it works just as well. Um, Sometimes, just to be completely honest, there were like were a few times my eyes were a little red from it, like um, burning, just like a like a slight like redness, nothing like concerning, but like I just like stuck with the Revitalash for that reason. But like that was just me. Like I I know a bunch of people that use it and didn't have that reaction to it, so I think it was just like a personal thing. But if you are interested in like a eyelash serum and you want like a reputable brand, that one is very reputable and it's like 30 to $40 less than the Revitalash. But honestly, both of them work so well. Like I have like decent eyelashes, but I've never been someone that had like really, really long eyelashes. And like, mm -hmm. if you use it for like two to three months, you'll notice that they get like so long, but you do have to be consistent. What like, happens if you stop using it? Like eventually they'll go back to normal. How though? So what, I don't get what it's doing. It's like your a, eyelashes are constantly like shedding, going through a shedding and growing stage. Yeah. So I think like eventually like the ones you have will shed and new ones will grow in and they'll just gotcha. be your regular eyelashes. So it doesn't like hurt your eyelashes. And it honestly, like over time, like if you stopped like using it, like I think maybe overall, like your eyelashes might be a little bit longer than they naturally would be, but like they're not gonna stay like super long because they do yeah. shed just like your hair does. Huh. Some of them might stay long, but highly recommend. Can you wear mascara over it? Yeah. Yeah. You like, can do it in the morning and put mascara over it. Cause oh, you're like huge. putting it on your lash line and then the mascara goes oh, like underneath. Like it's like a different part of your eyelash. Gotcha. Okay, so like sometimes sense. I'll do it as like my morning routine. Like I put it on and then I do like my serum moisturizer and then I put like mascara on like a second later after it dries. Huh. So yeah, highly recommend it works super well. I'm gonna give that a go because my lashes haven't been the same since I got extensions. So. Really? Yeah. No, you will literally notice such a crazy difference. Like it's insane. I was allergic to my eyelash ex like glue, extension. Right? Yeah, the glue. That's so I crazy. feel like if you got red eyes from this, I probably would be allergic. Well, then use the Revital Lash because I've never gotten red red eyes. Oh, from okay. That, ever. Okay. Just from the Grande Lash ones. But that might have just been like a personal problem. A personal problem. Or a bad batch. <laughs> all right, baddies. Well, that's all we had for you this week. Thank you for listening. Yes. If you guys liked what you heard, follow us on Instagram. It's at drinksafterwork underscore. Follow us on TikTok too. It's at drinksafterwork, no Ooh. underscore. And if you're a girl in the Boston area looking to make new friends, looking for fun things to do in the city, have a question, comment, concern, anything you want to bring up to a trusted girly in the Boston area, <laughs> join our private Facebook group. It's linked in our IG bio. Love you guys. Love you guys. Bye. Ciao.